Hello, 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 everybody. You're listening to Glad You're Here and Happy Productions.live. I'm Grant Glad, and we're live. And I've got John Lewis in the house tonight. John, how you doing? Hey, I'm great. Good, good to deal. be here. Yeah, good to have you, man. I'm I'm glad you're able to make the trek. It's uh, it's been a while since I've seen you. I think it's been since the pandemic, right? I think that's right. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. Because because you were you were running the warming house for for the listeners, or, or in a, in a tandem, you were part of the team running the warming house down in South Minneapolis. Yep, and uh, still. Still doing some cool things with the warming house, but by and large, I just I see you on Facebook out playing folk festivals all around the country. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been getting out a little bit, and yeah, I mean, I I was involved with the warming house kind of from the start, uh, 2016 till the pandemic took it down in, yeah. in March of 2020, and yeah, there's been some online stuff that I was involved with. Yeah, I don't know, probably up until like four or five months ago, and that's kind of kind of petered out as well um but uh they're still doing some you know curating some music for minneapolis street show and a few other things and who knows it it may turn into something again but for now it's uh it's it's on hold on pause on hold hey that (laughs) that happens and we we completely understand how that goes up here at uh at happy productions as we are we're in a transition phase as well, moving into the new building in Cambridge. So that's why John's talking to me in a Taekwondo studio right now. We're uh, we're which it's a nice Taekwondo studio. It right? is. Yeah, You're getting a good workout. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, I told him to bring his black belt, and we'll we'll go to town. Um, so John, when you were when you were running the warming house, I. I have to tell you this story because you probably don't remember it, but I remember it, and I've been cringing at myself ever since. <laughs> so I went and played an open mic night there one time, and it was pretty early on when you started. It must have been like 2017 or something like that. And for anyone who hasn't been to the warming house, they had you'd walk into like a, the bike shop. It was the uh, the farm, Farmstead Bike Shop. Yep. Yeah, Farmstead yep. Bike Shop. And then you'd go down into the basement, and that was where where the warming house was set up. It was a really cool room. They had a cool stage. The sitting was like 40 or 50 people, and it was just a really cool vibe down there. There was like a nice cedar uh, wooden backsplash behind the stage. The lights were there. I mean, it was cool. And as a musician, you got taken care of. So I just want to paint the picture for everybody of this cool room. And I showed up to play an open mic night, which John was hosting. John could not have been friendlier. You were super friendly to me <laughs> and to everybody in the room. And we're just curating this great experience. And I went on stage with my guitar, all like nervous. And I, uh, you're like, do you want to plug your guitar in? And I was like, oh no, I don't, I don't have a pickup. I don't need one in a basement. And I didn't mean to call the warming house a basement. What I meant was, I live in a basement, and I don't need to plug my guitar in in my home. But I think I came across as just a dick. It was like, I don't oh, that's this. funny. Oh, I I do not recall that. So it, it was not. It, it didn't didn't register. I don't think at all. As then that's a that's good anything. because I've been I've been holding on to it for like five years. <laughs> So, oh, that's too funny. Uh, it's it's one of those things where you're like, I think I just sounded like the biggest jerk in the world. That I didn't, <laughs> didn't wow. That you know, I swear, I think I would have, if if I, if I it struck me that way, I yeah. think I would have remembered, and it didn't. So, <laughs> that's good. you know, I don't. So. Well, all right. That's, that's good. Uh, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you don't remember that. Um, don't need it in a basement, John. Yeah. For Pete's sake. <laughs> for Pete's sake, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's how I operate with really kind people that are 
<laughs> running venues. I just, I just walk in and, uh, and just a jerk. But anyway, so, so we've we've got John in the house tonight. John, you've been you've been a singer songwriter on the scene for a very long time. I'm super excited to talk to you and get to get to hear some of your songs live. This is a great part awesome. of part of my week, man. I get a private concert every Monday night. <laughs> but I just I just got some questions for you before we we get you playing. So how long how long have you been writing songs? When did you start? I mean, I've been writing since I was a a young kid, yeah. really. I mean, I I do remember in you know seventh, probably even sixth grade, like trying to yeah. trying to write songs. And I I'm pretty sure I wrote one yeah. in sixth grade. Nice. Um, I might even have it still. Uh, do you remember squirreled it? away? Uh, you know, um, I remember that it it heavily ripped off that. Runaways song, uh, I'm a walking in the rain. Yeah, that yeah. I, I remember the chorus like we basically like stole that almost. And uh, but beyond that, I don't remember offhand too that's, much about it. That's how you learn, though. <laughs> yeah, right? right. That's that's how it's done. You exactly. Yeah, I think I think every songwriter starts out stealing a little bit, and you know, I, I don't know. My first songs were like I was listening to Dylan so there was a, a bum with cardboard shoes and a diamond sign I mean I didn't know what the hell I was saying you just, exactly. just kind of like put words together but, but I didn't write like consistently you know from that time I wrote you know sporadically now and then and uh, you know you know probably grade school high school even and then a uh, little bit more in college uh, and then kind of took a break uh, for a little yeah. while and and got back into it um i don't know pretty heavily i guess kind of late in my late 20s for yeah. for a bit and then took another big break and now you know i i guess i'd say you know i mean i'm in my 50s uh i got into it you know much more seriously again in the last six six seven years somewhere yeah. in that range so well and it it but, shows i mean it's yeah life happens right they, yeah li life happens you can't you can't always be writing songs but it shows in your songs that there's there's wisdom there and there's you know there's some miles on them which is <laughs> i mean that in the best possible yeah, no, way you I, know i hear you yeah. they're they're like songs like like shut down and gone too far i feel like john prine aside people can't write those songs in their early 20s you know, I mean, right. I know I'm talking about the guy who wrote Hello in there. He's an anomaly. Like, yeah, right. that's not fair. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think songs like that, like they they take some lived experiences. And I think it's it's healthy to, to go about writing songs that way and letting them breathe. Yeah. You know, no, I, I don't disagree at all with that. And I feel like, you know, I mean, when I was starting and doing this stuff, I mean, it was kind of a different I mean, Every year, I think, is a different world in in the music world. But yeah. but back then, it was even still more so that I mean, people weren't self-producing so much, and it was like I don't know. I I had no idea that you could really just like do this, you know, the yeah. way you can, or it's, the way it's known that you can. Yeah, now, you know, <laughs> well, in, in so many ways. But uh, so that's why I think it took me like an extra twenty years because <laughs> I thought, you know, I. You can't just do this, can yeah, you? Right. I mean, really? and, and here you are. You're <laughs> yeah. doing it, man. Exactly. That's that's so cool. And and for anybody out there listening, so so you put out a record a few years ago. Was it was it like 2017? First year of the Warming House, the the live. 
The, well, the live one was uh, 2018, 20. actually. So that was a couple years in. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Because um, that's a cool record. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, that was my second kind of full-length record. Uh, first one I put out in 2015. And then that one, Live at the Warming House, uh, was, you know, basically... I'm a huge fan of Towns Van Zant and his Live at the Old Quarter yeah. record and I'm you know, I'm kind of a geek about like figuring out how did he do that and what you know, what yeah. was the whole setup and it was like I think for that he did like six nights at the really? old quarter and um or at least three or three or four nights at the old quarter and then they like put that together from nice. from that. And so I thought, you know, I Awesome. I'm going to try that. I'm going to do and I did I did two nights at the warming house uh and uh and then yeah, just pulled it together That's from awesome. from a couple nights and Justin Muffet uh recorded the whole thing. Um did the entire thing as a person would in a basement, not plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> like like there it wasn't Mike. There's was no the PA wasn't going. It was all just really? j- just Mike, uh, you know, room mics for recording. I love and, it. Yeah, and kind of I limited the audience a little bit. It was like I think 25 or so in there. Okay. Um, just uh, you know, let the sound move a little bit. Breathe a more. little bit. Yeah, but, you were uh, doing doing COVID restrictions before COVID restrictions. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but it yeah. I mean, I I feel like it. It worked out. It turned out all right. It did, and it, it lended itself to the record because it, it has that... I mean, I know it's a live record, but it feels live, right? Like, it feels real, and it feels like you're in the room, and I, now that you explain how you recorded that, that makes complete sense. And I didn't know Towns did that over four nights. I, I've always thought... It was I, one night. I've always thought it was one night. Yeah. yeah I, I guess yeah. I buy into the myths, though, a lot. Like, yeah. it would, people tell me, <laughs> you know, Ozzy Osbourne snorted a line of ants. I'm like, of course he did. Not going to question that ever. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, the Kiss Alive album where it's, uh, you know, I think the Super Bowl yeah. applause or something that they put in. <laughs> but, yep. No. Uh, yeah. No, so it, it, it worked out. And, it, and it, I mean, it was it was all live, you know. It's yeah. just like, you know, picked a different song. You know, one song turned out better one night than the other. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, I mean that's, that in instead of you, know, you get you get the, two takes instead of one. Exactly, so it's, yeah. it's it's not cheating because you know I've gone to, I've gone <laughs> to the studio before and done thirty takes and still not hit the thing right. So like I think two takes is still pretty it, damn good. It worked out pretty well. It's, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it certainly did. So <laughs> I I know Towns is is one of your guys. Who who else are your influences? You know, songwriter musically. Um. You know, I mean, Towns was definitely a big one. Um, Willie Nelson was probably nice. one of the biggest. Yeah. Um, I I uh, listened to a lot of Willie and Waylon and Christopherson and Johnny oh. Cash. You know, kind of growing up and yeah. and forever. You know, um, currently as well. <laughs> and, um, and so definitely, they were big big influences uh and christopherson especially in a lot of ways uh, I, I hear that yeah yeah and then john prine i mean john prine and and warren zavon actually i got yeah. into both of them right around the same time and very 
different in some ways, but also they kind of write from the same place in a lot of ways, it, it seems like. Too. I, I know what you mean. They, they write from the same place, and then just the way that they... I keep losing my mic. <laughs> the way that they deliver it is just the difference, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, and then, I mean, definitely... You know, Lucinda Williams was actually a huge influence as well, and then Nancy Griffith and uh, um, and Gillian Welch, uh, another big. Yeah, uh, I mean, The Revelator's a great record. Car Wheels on a Gravel Road, like, yeah. yeah, you could do worse. You could do worse for influences. Yeah, too. for sure. Well, and I and I really liked like Lucinda's earlier stuff too. Yeah, it's just um, I, I don't know. I think. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> no, I, I, I was just curious, and I mean, Christopherson comes through because that's that's actually who I, um, who I think of when I hear when I hear your song "Shut Down." Okay. Yeah. In in a weird way, um, it, it feels like. How do I put this? It feels like. I mean, this is a compliment. It feels like John doing Sunday Morning Coming Down. Sure. Right, and I yeah. don't I don't mean that you sat down and were like, "How do I write my version of Sunday Morning Coming Down?" <laughs> but I mean like. It's it's your take on that kind of feeling, yeah. right? Like, Christofferson wrote it his way, and you did it your way. But I think, I, to clarify that, I think that Help and Yesterday are, like, two, the same song. They just, they're just they Paul McCartney's version of, of the same feeling and then John Lennon's version of the feeling. Sure. You know, yeah. that's, that's yeah. how I explain that. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's a cool way to think about it. Yeah, so. it's, it's just you're, you're trying to articulate a, a certain emotion, and that's at the heart of it kind of what I think songs are, right? Yeah, um, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, I've, I've done all this talking. I, I know people people get enough of me after a little while. So <laughs> I've got you here. I've got you holding the guitar. You want to play something for us, John? Sure. I can, uh, can play something. Um, you mentioned Shut Down. Maybe I'll uh, kick off with that one. There you go. That's that's a good one. Can, give me a couple more strums okay. there. I'll tell you when I got it. Good? All right. Semi-sober at 4 a.m. Went to the garage to check for dents. My car, but it wasn't there. Hope I had the sense to leave it somewhere. And it's not in a ditch or impound lot. Being inspected by a gung-ho cop. Finding blood and hair. On the grill From someone or something Wounded or killed I shut down The saloon Shut down the thoughts of you Shut down the years Of abuse Shut down the shame And confusion Shut down the hard truth Never let me
Someday I might be a better man He'll take the pain better than I can now We're moving forward into the storm Fewer retreats to the familiar and warm But today I need to shut it all down So I'll drink enough to drown So I don't wanna wreck your day If you see me, you should go the other way I shut down the saloon Shut down the thoughts of you Shut down the years of abuse Shut down the shame and confusion Shut down the hard truths Never let me That's a beautiful song, man. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, I, uh, how do you write a song like that? You know, uh, if I knew, I'd write another one. Uh, <laughs> no, I. I mean, for me, uh, I write. I write my best songs when I write a lot of songs. Kinda, yeah. You know, and uh, and and when I have like just kind of some space and, and time uh, and I don't know I, and I think the writing a lot of songs thing it isn't like just a numbers game of like oh if I write 100 songs I'll get you know 5 good ones yep. or 10 good ones or you know you know whatever it, the number might be but uh, it's more I guess for me it feels more like when I write a lot then like I'm more receptive to yeah. the songs when they when they come in when the inspiration comes in or whatever. It's so. a, it's a muscle. Yeah, you've been exactly. you've been working out that muscle, and then when it comes time to go to the farm and actually use it, it's it's there. It's ready yeah. to go. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, it's like getting conditioned and you know yep. getting your wind and everything else, and yeah. it's like yeah, then and you, you yeah, can, and then they so. come and then. And then are you kind of so you, you might you, if you're writing a lot right like say you wrote fifty songs and you get you get an idea and you're like all right I'm I'm chasing this one down I'm chasing down yeah. shut down this is this is the song do you go back through the other songs you're like well this one wasn't my favorite but is there a line or two I can take from this or what's kind of your process <clears throat> you know sometimes I do that and you know for a song like this typically I'll write a song like one at a time kind of okay and and like. Um, or maybe a couple at a time, but but like, you know, write one or two, and then really kind of keep it in mind. And and, and and I guess, I mean, let me ditch the two part. It really is probably just one, you know, yeah. where it's like, because uh, then it, you know, it's like turning around in my brain when I'm doing other things, and yep. and and I feel like, uh, you know, things evolve just when you get a get a moment to kind of marinate on it a little bit at, at times um and when you get a chance to like play it too like i used to go to you know open mics or songwriter swap you know kind of song 
share kind of kind of yeah. things and and it wasn't so much that you'd go there and people would say oh i here's a pointer for you but it's just you've played it you know for people who like yeah. have a reaction and and it helps to shape you you feel the room a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you can kind of tell what's you can read you get, you get to read the room and and try out you know the the dinner you cooked on people exactly you, yeah yeah and yeah. if yeah and it's yeah it's exactly like that and you can kind of see if somebody if a lot of people wince on a certain part you know you're, <laughs> yep. you know yep. but that's a song i mean shut down is a song where i wrote that and i was like i just thought you know this song's a little too harsh to actually play out really and, and i i felt like i was gonna play it like just for some songwriters but i couldn't imagine ever playing it yep. you know at a show and uh but people it resonated with a lot of people it, <laughs> so. it's it's funny how that works huh? yeah. i mean bob dylan thought that blood on the tracks was too much for people he was he, you know you know right. that story right he's he's like i don't like that people like this record yeah <laughs> he's, he's like yeah no know. i totally yeah yeah <laughs> it's funny that that song shut down has gotten more like feedback like people have come up to me after that more and 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 it's usually songwriters songwriters are people who have been to aa yeah (laughs) (laughs) because it's like for people from AA, it's like hey that sounds like a story from a room you know kind of thing but (laughs) but 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 i remember one of the funnest reactions i had a guy named chuck mitchell who's i think he's like got to be 80 something now but yep. he's the mitchell of Joni mitchell that's how oh. she got her last name mitchell <laughs> that's awesome. she was his his first uh or he, he was her first husband that's and, awesome yeah okay. and and he was like they performed together and he was kind of a you know a, a well-known songwriter and he still he still is out around in folk circuits and yeah. lives in chicago i think that's but, cool but he he came up to me after i played that song at a at a songwriter thing that he was at and he he started telling me stories of songs that he wrote that were also like a little too harsh Young. to actually play but he wishes he would have now, and he was like, "You got to play that one." You got it. You got to do it. It's <laughs> and it, it's it's kind of the uh, it's yeah it's it's the song, man. It's it's a great song, and I, I got another question about it because the image of the of the car in the garage with the blood on the blood on the bumper or the fender, yeah. Um, I love that. <laughs> like that is so visceral, and you can you can just picture that. Where did where did that idea? What was the spark for that? I mean, that is one, like many of mine that are, I mean, there are parts that are maybe autobiographical and parts that are also just like me taking things further, you know, but, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I guess I'll just leave it. (laughs) No, that's, that's fair. Yeah. I, I won't, I won't make the, won't make the magician give up all the, all the secrets to the trick, but yeah, no, I mean, that's, that is, that is the line that, that sticks with me for, for whatever reason, because it's just, I picture the car in the garage with the, with the blood on it. And then, yeah. you know, I, I love that. I, I, I love that type of stuff. It's funny, that song, one weird thing, and I, I don't want to spend any more time than we have to on that one song, but, but it's a song too, that like when people first hear it, they think it's funny at first yeah. and they, they kind of, 
like I, I'm in rooms where people are laughing, and then it gets really dark really fast. Yeah, and then, and then they like don't know what, what to do. And and in a way, I mean, maybe that's good. It kind of like opens up, you know, yeah. emotions on one spectrum, and then it's like, oh, now you, we're you, being whipsawed a little bit here, and it, it does something. I yeah, guess. you give people what they're most vulnerable, right? It's the <laughs> right. Uh, it's the laughing one line and crying the next, right. I and mean, you kind of you open them up, and they're receptive, and then you hit them with the hit them with the real shit. Um, yeah, no, I I dig it, and it it does sound like like it could come from a room. Um, no, yeah, it's it's true. Uh, so when you're when you're writing a song, and I won't make you talk too much about that one, but do you do you sit down and you're like man not i know i compared that to uh, to sunday morning coming down earlier i don't mean this mm-hmm. like that way but is there a song in the back of your head that you're like that's the bar that song like is it amazing grace is the bar i i need to clear that is, is there a yeah. song that's always in the back of your head like that not really i mean there there have been some songs where something like that has been in my head yeah um or where i've like i i can remember you know, I, I mentioned Gillian Welch. I mean, I can remember having listened to one of her songs. You know, right before I had some time to to write, and I that was just in my head. And I was thinking, I'd like to write something. Yeah. You know, like that. And it it what I wrote was nothing like it, but it was just like a seed. You yeah. Know? It's... Um, and because I was, yeah, kind of trying to get that feel of whatever it was, and I don't even remember what what song it was mm-hmm. on either either of our parts right it be and because it's but, not recognizable from whatever the origin yeah. like the seed was it's yeah it's just crazy how they go in such a different direction in my earlier songwriting i remember like basically copying i thought copying a song by somebody that had a minor hit with it and i played it for my friends and and you know was expecting them to all say oh yeah he ripped off this song and and yep. they didn't and i said doesn't that I mean, I basically I ripped off this song. Yeah. And like, doesn't even remind me in the least of that song. I don't know. <laughs> you know, you got away with it. But, <laughs> I mean, I thought it did. Yeah. It? So it's like, but um, but now mostly when I write, it's it's more just sitting down, noodling a little bit, and then having some lines that I mean, maybe I'm starting to write and starting with an idea, and then it. You know, it's it's usually more when I'm starting that process. Something will just take off, maybe in that direction or a different direction, and just kind of go with it. See, see where it goes. They're, yeah. they're kind of like water, right? I mean, like they they follow the path of least, resi- least resistance a little while. Yeah, and you kind of you just kind of follow them where they go. Just kind of chase the chase the water for sure. Yeah. I, I dig that. Sorry, sorry, I can nerd out about about songwriting oh, I'm, process. I'm happy to keep talking about it. Yeah. I just I just love I love everybody's different ways of doing it. You yeah. know, and there's so many. I mean, there's so many different ways to get the end result of a song. It's just it just blows my mind that we all do this so differently to create the same things. I feel like having the space like alone, and yeah. and it can be. I mean, and especially actually when I'm not trying. Like I used to to ride my bike quite a bit more um like regularly had like a uh a long commute by bike that I would would regularly take and that was like super fertile ground for me like just the wheels and the motion and and kind of having your head clear and and having to be thinking about the road and what's in front of you but things would just like pop in yeah. and a lot of 
got a lot of iPhone notes, you know, with a lot of wind in the background, you know. <laughs> yeah. What was I Just talking jotting, about? No, exactly. So. And then your iPhone's self-titling them all of, of like, 42nd Street, 42nd Street, 42nd Street, 42nd Street. You go listen to them. <laughs> what am I going to learn to put a title on these things? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's about that. It's, it's like a state of Zen, right? You get yeah. there and then that's, that's when the things happen. And, to your point earlier about it being like the more you write the better it is because I, I get frustrated with those that old like the 60s generation of the Bob Dylans and the Neil Youngs and they would go on these talk shows and lie to kids and be like yeah, yeah our songs just appear out of thin air man like yeah. I just sit down and all of a sudden I wrote you know like a Rolling Stone like no you didn't man you wrote 20 pages and you whittled it down to three and it was still six minutes so I know that you put time and work into that don't pretend you didn't and and it's like so then all these kids are like yeah Jimi Hendrix never learned how to play guitar right and you know like Bob Dylan just has songs appear so I'm just you know that's not how it works you got to put in the work and then you go get the moment of zen and that's where the things happen and then you got to exactly. put the muscle in yeah yep no i i totally agree and and another lie that they always like to tell was you know i i never write anything down if it's good enough yeah. I, you know i'll just remember it yep no <laughs> it's like, it's like, that is what people say when they don't want you to ever become a songwriter. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, like if somebody came up to you at an open mic and your first songwriting thing and they're like, hey, kid, I want to give you some advice. Stop writing shit down. <laughs> right. <Yeah. Exactly. laughs> like, like, what the? What, what are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense at all. Um, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's so spot on. Well, <laughs> I got to take a second and thank some sponsors, John, but we'll, be, right. we'll be right back. You're listening to Glad You're Here in Happy Productions live we are live with john lewis in the studio stick around he's gonna be hanging out with us for at least another half hour so while while we've got him we're gonna we're gonna keep putting him to work um gonna thank some sponsors we'll be right back i'm glad you're here glad you're here if you're facing legal issues or have legal questions regarding personal injury litigation wills trusts and estates criminal defense or contracts of any kind Call me, Attorney Patrick Moore, 763-401-4646. I'll assess your situation and give you honest advice and practical solutions. Joslyn Moore Law Office in Isani, 763-401-4646. Joslyn Moore. When you shop your local municipal liquor store, you're supporting your friends, neighbors, and local organizations and municipalities like our police and fire departments. When you add an amazing variety of local and regional beer, wine, and spirits, it's hard to imagine anything more hometown than that. Hometown Liquor and Bram has been contributing to our community by offering great products and service since 1960. We encourage you to support your local muni wherever you live. And if you live near Bram, shop Hometown Liquor. Big city variety, small town nice. Join me, Dave Marine, every Tuesday night from 6 to 10 for The Rock Garage here at HappyProductions.Live. Trust me, you'll be happier for doing it. Well, 
welcome back to Glad You're Here in Happy Productions. Live. I told you it wouldn't be long. I didn't lie to you, right? We're back with John Lewis live in the studio here in Happy Productions. Live. We were we were nerding out about songwriting earlier, um, and I could do this all day. And I, I feel like I, I become like that that kid in class who's just like learned about one thing and only wants to talk about that one thing and, and everyone's like can we get this guy out of here like i just want to hang out and have fun um but john i we've been talking for so long i haven't given you a chance to really plug any anything um because you've, you've been working on some cool some cool stuff right like you're working on a new record right now i am uh slowly but surely i'm i'm just about to get back into the studio and uh uh you know I definitely have a a good handful or two of of songs that aren't on any anything I've recorded yet, and and it's uh, yeah, I think it's time. I think it's time to get them. I, I think the people are ready, John. The, pe- <laughs> the people are ready for a new John Lewis record. Um, yeah, you've uh, you've been you've been tiding us over though because you did you did release the two singles of uh, of Gone Too Far and Shut Down, right? Yeah. Off of and and those were. From the from the live at the warming house record that you made, they were yeah. yep yep and I, you know those were two uh, two of the songs on on live and and so yeah live from the warming house was just me and my guitar yep. um, and uh, uh, and you know there's a a few songs on there that I felt like kind of would like to hear them with the full studio treatment uh as well and so those were the first two i i started with and it was like the fall of 2020 fall of covid uh covid one uh (laughs) uh, where i i did get into the studio you know in a very covid friendly way it was like you know just one musician and and the producer, you know, engineer, basically uh, at a time. And but uh, but yeah, I'm really really happy with the way those turned out. I, I recorded them with Shane Leonard in who's in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. He's recorded a bunch of bunch of great folks, including Anna Tivill, who's a yeah. an amazing uh, Portland-based uh, singer songwriter. Um, and he's done stuff with I don't know like J.E. Sunday and other cool. other kind of local regional folks as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, and so yeah, he he produced those and and pulled together some great great folks that you know are part of his regular crew and and including. Uh, uh, Siri Unlin. Uh, oh, Humberg, nice! Yeah, yeah. Who, she's doing backup on that. She's right? doing backup on both, both those songs. Yeah, I'm so. I'm jealous, man. <laughs> I I don't think that I. So like, we, Siri played at the listening room up here, and I, I I can't talk to her because her songs are so incredible. Yeah, I, I get like starstruck and like tongue tied, <laughs> and I, it's yeah. So <laughs> that's yeah. She's she's an amazing writer and performer, and yeah. just really good person yeah so i i I wouldn't know but i mean i believe it i I believe that she's a good person she she comes across as one i just i'm too scared to say hi um 
because <laughs> uh, I might I might walk up to her and say something like, you know, I don't need to plug my guitar in in a basement. Right? <laughs> it's probably better I just keep my mouth shut. Um, no, but say you you had some heavy hitters, which is super cool, and and the the singles are a, a smash. They're awesome. So anyone who wants to go listen to those, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, all the normal spots. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, there's another John Lewis out there as well, but uh, I'm the you know. Well, we've got we've got Patrick Moore, the lawyer, coming in at eight o'clock. We'll get this straight. We're going to take yeah. care of this other John Lewis. Take him down, no. please. Yeah, yeah, we won't. We don't need that. What is that guy doing? <laughs> Copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah, sadly, I think we both like came up around the same time. Oh, so yeah. he, uh, you know, probably probably be a tough case. But but yeah, I mean, my stuff, you know, should be fairly easy to find anyway. Yeah. But. Uh, JohnLewisSongs.com is my website, Perfect. And, uh, and everything's linked from there. And they can they can find where you're playing and all that good stuff. Do you have any gigs coming up right now? Yeah, um, so my next one, I'm playing actually uh, a week from tomorrow at the 331 with nice. Mikkel Beckman cool. um, for the, uh, he does a, he curates a, a every Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m., uh, kind of happy hour show, a workers' playtime, he calls it. Love it. Um, and I'm, I'm doing that one. I, I think guess that's November first. So perfect. Yeah, right before deer opener. Good time. <laughs> yeah, good time to do it. Yeah, I love it. Get exactly. on out to the three three one, November first, six to eight. Catch John playing some songs. It's it's going to be a good time. And also, um, this is this is my little high horse that I, I have to get on for everybody. So. If if anyone out there hears John tonight, loves what he's doing, and wants to go listen to his stuff, that's awesome to listen to it on Spotify and Apple Music. But I'm going to tell you bluntly, they pay him point zero 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 five cents every time you play one of them. So the best way to support John and any local artist is to go to the show and go and get a CD, get a T-shirt, get whatever whatever merch uh, they're slinging there. They, it means a lot. Your dollar goes a lot further that way, and it's just it's a good way to support the local scene. So that's the end of my rant. That's all I have to say about that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know. no, I appreciate that, and I I will say one other way to support uh, me, and I think a lot of other artists too, is Bandcamp. So yeah. I'm I'm on Bandcamp as well as the free streaming thing. So yeah, I mean, listen to me all you want on Spotify or Title or whatever you like these days, but but yeah, if you're not in the Twin Cities and not able to come to a show that I've got uh, coming up, just uh, yeah, go throw some. There. Dollars towards a, a record on Bandcamp. There you go. So. Yeah, Bandcamp really is reinventing the wheel on that stuff. Yeah, I, I should I should bring them up and include them in my in my rant as a you know positive. Um, yeah, yeah. they are. They kind of like they they saw a hole and they're like, yeah, let's make sure people actually get paid. They do. They're they're still doing that like Artist Fridays or whatever. I think so. I think it's like the first Friday of every month. Yeah, uh, they they don't take any of their normal fees. I think they're still like a card processing fee or something or something but, like that yeah but yeah no I, it's definitely i mean i think at Bandcamp, you the musicians get like eight out of ten dollars or something that's which is that's pretty good great yeah, yeah no yeah. i mean i put my stuff on there i got zero out of zero you know it's the same as i would <laughs> yeah no i, I hear you yeah. um no that's not Bandcamp's fault or anybody else's <laughs> fault that's just the way she goes um well, John, I time is flying here, and I've got you here with a guitar. And before I talk your ear off about me ranting about Spotify, you uh, you want to play another one for for everybody here? Yeah, sure. I'm I'm just trying to decide which one. Uh, I'm gonna play. All right, I'm gonna play uh, play one where I have to capo. So I love it. Um, uh. 
And this one, like, working title is The Wind, but I've been told that can't be the title. Really? That, that, yeah. And by someone I respect. Okay. Um, so if you have any ideas for me on a title after I'm done playing this one. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. I, I might be on Team Wind, but I'll, I'll let I you know. Point. I mean, the, the, the critique I got from it was that it's just too generic Americana of a title. And Okay, all right. What, what I really want, you know, <laughs> I haven't tried this yet, but I, I feel like, you know, one good way to sell songs is to use a title like, you know, the river, or you know, yeah. or uh, or needle in the damage done, or something. You know, <laughs> and, I'm with you. I'm with you. Or, it works. Or, yeah, or yeah. I mean, yesterday. Yesterday. Or, I don't know. I mean, and you'll just get like yeah. mistaken purchases of your music. Uh, it's not a bad streams, idea. And then you know? title the album Nebraska, and then <laughs> yeah, exactly. you're on the right track. <laughs> so. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but the wind isn't even one of those. There's no like yeah. hit the wind. Here, so. Here's John Lewis with Atlantic City, everybody. <laughs> there we go. I like it. <laughs> Thunder Road. <laughs> All right. Well, you were here just now. I could tell. From the way the wind moved and the air fell Were you just checking in? Did you have something to say to me? Was there something on your mind? Then you want it to see Well I don't look for you Like I used to I don't think so much about that Last year or two Still leaf to your records Sometimes I'll put one on And dance alone in the sunroom With all the curtains drawn Sometimes the wind is just the wind Sometimes a chill is just a chill Sometimes I feel low When the air is still You were here just now 
I could tell I love that that's a beautiful song, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank, you, thank you again for, for sharing it. And I don't think The Wind is a bad title. <laughs> I don't. All I, right. I stand by it. Excellent. Um, yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. Tell that to your friend. I will. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to put a... Put another check in the wind column. There you, there yeah. you go. <laughs> it's on the tallies at home on the whiteboard. <laughs> I, I love it. It's got mad scientist on the title. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Hey, uh, it's it's a good song. It 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 hits hard and it's it's right in that right in that vein of of those those classic John Lewis sad songs. Man, I, I like them. I'm a big fan. Thanks. Yeah. You know, for a while, I I was feeling like I need to write some non-sad songs and i've i've got a couple that are at least neutral you do you know? yeah but uh but I, I don't know i mean i think i mean the sad songs are whatever you know kind of the the heavy songs i mean i'm a i'm a believer in the the whole theory that you know for people that they kind of touch they they make them feel yeah. like someone relates or you know they're not alone or whatever and yep. And that makes people happy, you know. It, it, it really does. It's it's the it's the thing. It's it's trying to make people feel less alone, you know. And I think, I mean, that's that's what that sixteen year old kid is, you know, back in his room listening to records. That's that's what they get out of it, you know. And that's that's the thing. I yeah. I love that. And then, I mean, there's a couple other quotes that I think of when I think of. The, the criticism about like oh it's all sad songs I mean there's the towns one obviously there's two types of music there's the blues and zippity doo dah yeah. right and then there's I heard Jason Isbell say this a few years back um, I, I think he was playing First Ave then and he was on stage and he's like I keep getting hell for writing all these sad songs and he's like listen I've I've met the people who write the happy songs and he goes they're the saddest mother blankers that I've ever met <laughs> like, I was like there you go exactly <laughs> you know like be be honest about how you feel and and what it is I think that's that's what it really it is it's it's authenticity yeah. more than anything else yeah. um yeah no that that makes sense to me and and yeah I mean it is it is the stuff that that comforts me when I listen to music too. Yeah. It's like, it's just what, what it is. So. Ex exactly. And, and happy songs are hard to write. <laughs> they are. I mean, that's really the, that's the main thing. <laughs> They're not <No>. easy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, then, but I mean, no, you, you've got some neutral songs. You've got, you've got the sad songs. I, I'm a big fan of the sad songs, so I keep, I keep making you play them, but yeah, it's it's cool how again back to the songwriting thing how you can get so much out of it just depending on which way you want the thing to go. I mean, you, like I talked about helping yesterday earlier, you can take the same idea and get two entirely different things out of it. Sure. You know, and, yeah, and like that that song the the wind, um, like yeah, I could see. I could see you turning that into a happy-ish song if you wanted to. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's like, but is that going to hit as hard? Probably not. Right. You know. So it's kind of trying. Which way does the song want to go again? Yeah. You know, and they kind of tell you. Yeah, I th and I think that's I think that's right too, and I think, yeah, I mean, for whatever the reason is, I mean, the songs do lead. Yeah, the, the way to what they what they are supposed to be, you know, <laughs> to some degree. I mean, I'm I'm a firm believer in you got to do the work to like refine and to make them better, and yep. you know, it's not, you know, yeah, but it's, but yeah, there's there's only so far that they'll 
that they'll go. Exactly. Yeah. They're they're bird dogs. They'll kick them up in the air for you. <laughs> you still you still got to aim the gun and fire it, you know, and you're going to clean the bird at the end of the night. But they'll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a lot of hunting references here. Are you are you itching for the? I kind of am. Waterfall. I, I, yeah, the... I think I am. Um, yeah, it's it's coming. It's that coming obvious, up. huh? Yeah, the cold the cold rainy day is making it, you think ducks. Yeah, it? it really is. It really. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to go to work and stare at a screen. So. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm unloading that on you, John. Um, yeah, so oh, that's I, great. You know, we, we're gonna we're gonna shut it down. We're going to the duck blind. It's it's, <laughs> it's a bit dark. It's yeah, a little dark. It's a little dark. <laughs> but, yeah, it but wasn't. <laughs> We're pretty isolated yeah, here. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Oh man. Yeah. Um, all right. Note to self: cut back on the hunting references. <laughs> um, but so, so John, you've been doing you've been doing this for for a long time, and and writing beautiful songs, and you've been playing gigs. And I've I'm just curious: have you ever had a gig that was like just just a dumpster fire, you know? <laughs> and, like, it's not necessarily your fault. You don't have to name the venue or people or anybody, <laughs> but just where you're like, what is going on here? Oh, man. You know, there's been a few, yeah. I think. Yeah, there's been a few. I uh, I don't know. I mean, truthfully, I mean, I, I'm not out there playing 150 shows, yeah. you know, a year, and and I'm probably a little more little more selective than you know i used to be um, <laughs> at, at times as well about where i'm playing and, and frankly especially in the last couple of years and things have um kind of evolved uh but yeah i mean there's there's been a few i mean and it's it's usually more kind of the venue where turns out people aren't really there for music yeah and, <laughs> And and there's always, you know, the hope that, well, you know, when they hear this, they're going to just stand there with their mouths open. This will be the one. Know, yeah. And yeah. Can shut them down and, you know, but, and that, that's happened yeah. sometimes, but uh, sometimes, sometimes they've, they've just, they're too <laughs> far gone by the time you yeah. get on the stage and, and uh, uh. you know, so the kind of the slam dancing to the, the sad, slow folk songs yeah. and tables flying and everything else it's like those those are probably the ones that, the, I, that i would they're cite. they're tough they're uh <laughs> it's it's bill burr the comedian he has he has a thing that he says about it he's like when you're coming up every show you play is an away game every single one <laughs> and then i like that yeah and then he goes and then all of a sudden you make it and now everything's a home game you know and, and it's like it's like it tur- turns like that but <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean That's about great. about the like going in there, and you're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna win I'm gonna win these guys over. I, I was I was at a bar the other day, um, just like getting a burger, and there was there was somebody that for whatever reason there was some Philadelphia person, and and I'm not gonna you know what I am gonna knock Philadelphia like he <laughs> he was he was Philadelphia he was like. How yeah. we, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, he yeah. was how we imagined them to be. And I was like, well, thanks for checking all the stereotypical boxes. But also there was a guy playing guitar, and he had to compete with Philly. And I was like, if this guy can win him over, like that's that's the dream, right, is like to get that guy to go, huh. Right. That's pretty good. You know? That's good. Yeah. yeah. If, if you can have that. So I understand the impulse of like, this is going to be the one. This is, I'm going to, I'm going to shut that down over there and we're going to, we're going to win them over, which I have to believe has happened a time or two 
with uh, with some John Lewis songs. <laughs> um, so I, th- I got a question for you that I ask I ask everybody on the show because so like I said earlier, you've been out doing folk festivals all over all over the country and doing all sorts of stuff. And I know you were you were kind of co-running the Warming House for a little while, but what I'm really curious about is my mic keeps doing that is. Uh, you know the Minneapolis music scene. What what keeps you around Minneapolis? Because we all know it's not the weather, right? <laughs> and uh, you know, I just I just like to know what what makes people want to put down roots here here in this state. You know, uh, good question. I I mean, I was born and raised in Minneapolis. Yeah. Been here uh, my whole life. Born at Abbott Hospital and then nice. you know South Minneapolis. Yeah, uh, but. Uh, and you know, lived not in Minneapolis the whole time, but you know, in the general Twin Cities area. Um, and I've gone plenty of other places, you know, uh, and visited, and you know, lived in other places for short times. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like this area has a lot going for it, yeah. and and you wouldn't necessarily think so until you go away and check out other cities and realize oh this is cool but you know there's certain things that i don't know i mean yeah. for me anyway uh it's everything yeah i mean it's 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 just got a good mix of of the things that that kind of fit for I, me but i love it um and i don't know i mean you were talking about the music scene here too i mean i think that has changed a lot and there's, I mean, there's been some great things in the music scene, um, and you know, the warming house like filled out a gap yeah. during the, the time that it was going. But since COVID, I think a lot of the venues that used to be, you know, five dollars at the door and five bands split, yep. you know, one hundred and fifty dollars at the end of the night have have changed how they do things and they do $15 ticketed shows now mm-hmm. and you know are more interested in making sure musicians get paid fairly and that people are yeah. listening or at least yeah. being respectful and and some of that stuff I think changed because of COVID and because you know one had to li- limit you know <laughs> number of people but also people after year and a half without music live music realized you know this is this a precious thing and it matters yeah and we gotta gotta give it the respect that it deserves so i i think that's an exciting thing that you know again it's not why i'm here but it's just just a yeah. good thing about about this scene here i so. i couldn't agree more and i i love that answer also I wanted to I wanted to thank you on the air for you know for what you were doing at the warming house for for the the way that you guys had curated a community and an experience for people and musicians to come and, and hang out and, and have that listening room and like I said I think people have taken pages out of your playbook now which is is a cool thing and we're you know we're doing we're doing the listening room up here in Cambridge we've been we've had the one in Bram similar experience but it was it was kind of those were the places prior to the pandemic you'd, you'd come up to this listening room or go to the warming house and, and get that intimate show with a with a cool singer songwriter or a band and you get those stories and there's something so magical about that experience right so i just you know thanks thanks for doing that and and giving us all a shot to come and play that room (laughs) and and all of that stuff so 
Oh, speaking of the warming house, what did you do with the board? You know what I'm talking the, about? The one that people sign? Yeah. Yeah, so there's like, there's, uh, there's, like four or five of those because we did a new one for each year. Yeah. I think those are still, those are still in storage and yeah, they're, they're not gonna, not gonna lose them. Cool. So, yeah, yeah. That was, that was a cool thing. It would, <laughs> I should explain to everyone what we're talking about. Um, so at the warming house, when you played there, down in the green room, there was a, there was a big war. Was it, was it like a piece of plywood? I, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it was like a big, big piece of plywood that had like a warming house logo on it. And then everybody was signing, like every band that played, you'd see them coming through and signing it. So it was just a cool thing. You know, every green room has its own little thing. And that was the cool thing at the warming house. <laughs> um, but it was, it was just a cool experience. So I, I was curious about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so when you, you know, I mean, we're we're coming up at, at the end of our end of our time together. So one, thank you so much for coming here. Oh, thanks for having me. This is great. My, really, really appreciate it. Yeah, my my pleasure, man. I'm I'm. This is the best part of my week. Every week, I get <laughs> I get private concerts and I get to hang out and drink non-alcoholic beer, and it's just it's a great time. It's, you know. Yeah. Well, and thanks for that too. Yeah. Hey, my my, my pleasure. <laughs> Shout out to Coors Edge sponsoring the show. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're getting, it's good stuff. I hadn't had that before. Really. Yeah. It's like it's it. it's yeah. a light beer. You yeah, know, it, yeah. it tastes like tastes like a light beer. I'm sure. I'm like we're we're both sober guys, but I'm sure drinkers out there they would <laughs> they would have a sip of it and be like that doesn't taste like beer, <laughs> um, which is fine. You never. Know. You never. No, they might they might like it but what i what i wanted to ask you john was when you you know when you're when you're going out and playing shows what uh you know what's sorry i don't know how to phrase this but like what is what is your favorite thing or your favorite thing about the experience of playing a show you know yeah i mean i think that's changed over the years and um so i'm gonna answer kind of for now, you know, kind of yeah. where where it, I feel things are at now with that, and it's um, for me, it's really it's the opportunity to play the songs for for folks that are receptive and you know for whom it might might connect in a way that that's meaningful, yeah. kind of for them, and so. Um, you know, I was just thinking, like we're talking about recording. I've, I've, like some of the songs that I'm wanting to record now have been around for a couple of years or in some, you know, configuration, and um, and you know, feeling like ah, I might be tired of this. I don't know that this is what I want to put out. But somebody I was talking to was saying, look, I mean, these are songs that that people are going to connect with, and you know, if they're not going to connect with anyone just sitting in your desk, you know, in a in it's a notebook, true. and and so it's like almost like there's an obligation to <laughs> yeah to put put them out and let them do what they do, whether they do anything or not. You know, they're not going to do anything sitting in my desk drawer. That's true, and <laughs> and you don't even know the the people that that hear them sometimes. You know, yeah, and get to get something out of it. Yeah, and it's funny. I mean, because definitely some of those songs, like our songs that in my mind aren't my best songs but there's one of them that like uh it was written after a number of suicides had occurred amongst people either that i knew or kind of celebrities and and i mean it was it seemed like a weird time where there was like a rash of or just you know and and this song that i wrote and i had introduced it that way one time and like um 
month and I I think I played it at a Minneapolis park or something and then yeah. a month later somebody had come up to me at another <laughs> park show and said just want you to know we played that song at my brother's funeral oh wow um you know who had died by suicide yeah. and it had just like it was like really cuz I didn't know that song was even like finished but they had like found it on SoundCloud and, really? and they they uh and it was like okay I guess the yeah. song is finished. That's, <laughs> no, and, that's wild. But I mean, yeah, and and it wasn't. I mean, I'm not the always the best judge of my own. You know, funny how that works, stuff. right? Yeah. Where you're like, so, this is the one I spent eight hours on, and you don't yeah, like it, and this yeah. is the one I wrote in 20 minutes, and you yeah, love it. Yeah. Um, anyway, but 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 it's just more, and and wasn't so much about that song, but just that idea that yeah, if you don't if you don't get them out there, and especially these days where. You know, people aren't touring as much or playing out as much. I mean, that's yeah. Kind of got to record them, uh, or you know, you do got to get out and play. <laughs> to, and it's just that opportunity to like, you know, this might might hit somebody. It might be an important song. Yeah, them. and so that's that's how I'm thinking about it these days. I I, <laughs> I, I love it. Um, can I can I ask you to play that song? Would you be willing to, or do you, it's not available? <laughs> um, it's well, okay if it's not, but I figured I'd, I'd try. I mean, I, I, I'll play it. Like I said, I don't think it's my best song. But <laughs> that's, that's fine. Oh. So, but yeah, I'll play it. I'll All play right, it. here it is, John Lewis. Sorry that it hurts so bad. I love you. Sorry that it hurts so bad, I love you Sorry that it hurts so bad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will leave the light on, I love you I'm sorry you were all alone, I love you I'm sorry you were all alone, I love you Sorry you were all alone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will make you dinner I love you I'm sorry you feel hopeless I love you I'm sorry you feel hopeless I love you I'm sorry you feel hopeless I have hope for you, I love you I'm sorry that I let you down, I love you Sorry that I let you down, I love you I'm sorry that I let you down Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I will do better, I love you It's not your fault, I love you It's not your fault, I love you It's not your fault, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will stay beside you, I love you I'm sorry you are gone, I love you 
Sorry you are gone, I love you I'm sorry you are gone I will bring you flowers, I love you Yeah, that's a good song. Uh, that's a beautiful song. Thank you. Yeah, th- thank you. Thank you for playing it. Um, well, John, I, I took you right up to the to the end of our, our time together. Thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate it. Where can the people find you again to, to listen to everything? Uh, so johnlewissongs.com is my website, and there's links to all my Spotify and Bandcamp and facebook and everything else right there awesome well go go give john some love thanks again so much for coming up thank you grant this is great i appreciate it yeah man i i'm glad i'm glad you made the trek and have a have a safe drive home and we'll uh we'll see you again we're gonna we're gonna take a break thanks for sponsors they're gonna come back and uh do a little bit of lawyers guns and money because i saw patrick moore just walked in the door so we'll be we'll be back in just a few minutes gonna play one more of john's song as he's walking out as we get pat all situated and uh you're listening to Glad You're Here on HappyProductions.Live. Thank you very much. Well, there you have it, folks. That's my conversation with John Lewis, the one, the only. JohnLewisSongs.com. Go check out all of his stuff. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening to Glad You're Here. As uh, always, these shows were pre-recorded, so there was probably a bit of talk about dates and shows and things like that that may no longer be relevant when they're finally released. However... One thing that is always relevant is supporting local music. One thing will never change by doing it. You support your scene, you support artists in the ability to create art for you to have to make your life better. So keep doing that. We appreciate it. They appreciate it. And again, I'm Grant Glad, grantgladmusic.com, grantgladmusic on Instagram. Follow the show, facebook.com slash glad you're here. Radio show, we've always got cool stuff going on. Thank you so much for the support and for listening, for tuning in. And uh, go give John Lewis some love, all right? I'll see you next week. Next Wednesday, we got a new one coming for you. Glad you're here.